What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Kempel with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. I've got a very exciting guest. His name is Jonathan Pritchard. He is an author, speaker, and trainer focusing on the power of applied psychology to help businesses improve their marketing, sales, and delivery. And he does this in a very unique way. Jonathan, thank you for joining us today. Please introduce yourself and tell the audience a little bit about your background. Hi there. Yeah, my name is Jonathan Pritchard, the founder of a global consulting company called the Hellstrom Group. And basically, we come in for Fortune 500 companies and teach them to improve their sales, negotiation, presentation skills, and it's all centered around ethical influence. So helping folks remember the human side of business. So, so many businesses and entrepreneurs want to know how to scale, what's the new technology to automate more and more. And it's a supremely non-human strategy to success. And our approach is to remind people, you're talking to people, your employees, your customers, your clients. And if you can understand how they're thinking, you can then communicate your value more effectively and win more business more easily, retain more customers and clients for longer. So understanding the fundamental psychology of people will help your business everywhere there's a person involved and that's oh yeah your whole business right for sure and i think that that's even more relevant now especially with what we've gone through in the last year globally you know with the pandemic and everything you know and um we are finding new ways to connect so it's really really important to to really come from a human standpoint um before we start recording you said that you were a performer before this right because i asked you how you got into this so can you please share that exactly for my, since I was 13 years old, that was my first corporate engagement where I got paid $200 to do magic tricks at a company's summer picnic. So for a couple hours, I just walk around, do magic tricks for families, make them laugh. And I got paid 200 bucks. And I thought, well, that was easy. I'm, I'm never going to be employable ever again. And it's been that way. So I, I traveled. It, it is. It really is. So I've I've been able to to live the dream yeah. of traveling the world, entertaining U.S. troops stationed overseas, doing national oh. TV, performing on Vegas main stages. So basically, every checkbox you could have as a performer, I've been there, done that. And it was after shows in the autograph line, talking to people about how I think about getting booked and kind of getting the message out and just talking to people about life. Then a couple of years later, started getting messages back going, hey, thank you so much for talking to me about this or that. It changed my whole life. Here's what I'm doing now because we talked. And that was my kind of glimpse into understanding the applied psychology I used as a flavor magician called a mentalist to make it look like I can read minds is applicable offstage in real life too. And then I further realized, oh, this is what the psychology of business is all about, negotiation. It's all just people. So there were so many business gurus claiming to be an expert on the psychology of this or that. And I thought, Can you stand on stage in front of 3,000 live human beings and convince very logical, smart people that you can read minds? No? Well, then I know this better than you. I'm going to eat your lunch. (laughs) And that's that's why I started focusing on, on the corporate world. But then it transitioned into understanding, oh, if I can help this company with their employees, Mm-hmm. I can help those employees feed their families and right. pay for piano recitals and 
and be able to help provide for families. And then the customers benefit from a better business. So I, I quickly realized that helping businesses was one of the best ways that I can spend my time helping the world be a better place by helping employees and, and, and business owners and customers and clients be better at communicating. So I thought, all right, this is my life's mission. So that's, that's kind of my way of making as big a positive impact on the world as I can is to help bigger and bigger companies do better and better work. I love that. And that, that was, I, I like that. And, and then the more people I talk to with, with doing my podcast, the more wonderful people I'm meeting like you, and it just makes me feel good that I know there are so many other good people out there that want the world to be a better place. <laughs> so let's, let's talk about your process. So if somebody, let's say, is looking to hire you or, or looking, wanting you to come in and, and help with their marketing and sales and all that, how, what does that look like for a client that, that comes to you? Big picture is my specialty is helping my client connect their message to their audience. Okay. And that can take a number, a number of different shapes. Maybe they're booking a annual customer appreciation or employee appreciation event where they want some entertainment, but also to deliver the big three details about how this last year has been going. So then they would bring me in as a performer to entertain the audience and make people laugh and have fun so that they'll remember the fun they had at that event. Sure. Or they're booking a conference and then they need a keynote speaker that focuses on the psychology of blank. Okay, well then I'll create a custom keynote presentation for that. Or they need an MC who's the face of the whole event who knows how live experiences go and can fill in gaps if a speaker's not ready and they go, okay, we need an extra three minutes. Okay, I'll do some mind reading tricks to fill time. And the audience never knows that there was any kind of scheduling hiccup. So there's that way. Or a company wants their sales team to be more effective. Mm -hmm. All right, then they'll come to me to book a two-day workshop so it's limited to 16 people okay. so that we have time to be able to do kind of role play and, and that kind of thing, then be able to give them real time feedback so that they get a lot of skill development in a very small amount of time or at a trade show where oh, okay. they, they bring me in to attract a crowd in a, in a respectable way not a outside barker come on come, come one come all it's more of a hey angela come on over do you we're about to give away a hundred bucks worth of cool stuff like what yeah. and then i start the show so i'm entertaining and qualifying 15 to 30 people every 15 minutes yeah whereas a sales team could do maybe four an hour mm-hmm. so it's all sorts of different ways that connecting audiences to the sales and marketing message can take shape, but it's all a function of being able to communicate that value the right way to the right audience at the right time. So those are some of the different ways that I help my clients. What is one of your, um, do you have a success story that you could share with us in regards to one of your clients that you've helped? Basically all of the trade show clients is, is hands down it because upfront, it sounds impossible that you can get three to four times as many better qualified leads out of an event. And then they're going, yeah, no, there's no way that happens. 
And that's because the strategy they normally have is to have maybe two or three salespeople in the booth, grab people one by one. And really at that pace, you might be able to qualify four good leads an hour per salesperson per hour that the trade show floor is open. So you can run those numbers to see what the usual strategy will get you. And then with me doing that twice an hour where I'm qualifying 15 to 30 people twice an hour, it's a no brainer why there's going to be so much more business coming through their pipeline. And plus it's better qualified leads. So the salespeople aren't following up with junk leads that they got with the business cards in the fishbowl. Right. Right, right. So it it seems impossible, but then talking to clients, then they kind of go, okay, I could I could imagine, yeah, we'll we'll take a chance, and then they go, you undercharged us at twenty thousand dollars. We made so much money, we could have we could have paid you twice as much. And like, all right, right. I'll hold you Coming to it, that right? Ch- Coming that check, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so all all of that is also to say. For the past year, I've been transitioning to the online dimension too. Okay. From my performing background, I'm used to working on national TV projects behind and in front of the camera. So I'm used to a one-to-many broadcast dynamic. Wow. Most people weren't. Right. They're used to getting their pipeline filled at trade shows, which is in person, or they're manufacturing business-to-business. Handshake and word of mouth is how we've been doing it for the past 60 years. 2020 happened and they're forced to adapt to a digital dynamic that they were completely resistant to for the previous 10, 15 years that digital has been available, but they've been able to get away with not adopting it because everybody else was not adopting it. 2020, boom, that's no longer possible. So now they're attending virtual trade shows. They're doing virtual sales training. All of the, let me take you out to lunch sales conversations now have to happen over Zoom, which is a very strange dynamic for the old dog who's been around for 20 years, can't teach me anything. And suddenly he needs to learn how to navigate the Zoom space. So helping people get more comfortable connecting with a camera is a huge deal too. So all of these things are also applying to the digital dynamic. And again, it's still just helping people connect with people. That's, that's really, I mean, you, you hit some really key points there. So I'm just going to talk about the trade show thing really fast. I used to do a ton of, ton of trade shows. My late husband and I, we had like five business, businesses. Our main one was in manufacturing and we would go to large trade shows all over, all over. And so I think I've seen people like you doing like your thing. And it is very powerful because you'd be walking past these booths. Like, why are all these people over here? You know, yeah. and, and you're right though. Uh, we, I, I'm very aggressive when, when I was, you know, my husband and I were, we were, we were a power couple um, yeah, yeah. and we were able to get a lot of good leads, but like people like you are invaluable for someone that does not, that needs to generate more of those, those connections. Right. In regards to like people getting more into the digital age and helping them connect with the camera. So probably about two years ago, I took a social media course. So I'm like, okay, this is the world we live in. It's not going anywhere. I need to learn how to get comfortable with it. Because as much as if I'm social and outgoing, I had a problem being in front of the camera. <laughs> like, right. I was like, no, I don't want to look at me. Now I'm recording every day, all day long, you know, but it's so, it's so key right now with the, and it's not going away. It's just going to get worse. 
it's just going to get worse. So I think that that is very valuable that you said that and that you helped them with that. So how is that, how does that translate and how that's helped your business grow over the last year? Pretty directly because in March of 2020, all of my in-person stuff evaporated. Yeah. The trade shows, the speaking, the training, everything, just everybody was in the, well, we have to just wait and see what happens mode. So yeah. 2020 just completely evaporated. So then my performances and entertainment stuff, I, I resisted it at first because I was thinking my area of genius is being in person and there's no way to recreate that magic with a lens. Right. And then I realized I was being problem oriented instead of solutions oriented. And then I said, if I were going to do the online dynamic, what unique opportunities does it create that I wouldn't have? in person, like in a physical dimension. Yeah. Then I realized with the camera right there in front of me across the table, it's like every single person on the call is in a front row seat Yeah, because everybody goes, you know, you see this stuff on TV and you think it's fake, but then I'm in the audience and I know that guy and, and I know he's not in on it. And that's amazing. And now take that and put everybody front and center. It's really cool. Yeah. So then I, I recognized, oh yeah, I was born for this. I've been doing online <laughs> stuff. Like I, I was in chat rooms in the nineties, right? Yeah. So I've grown up with this stuff. So I realized, okay, I, I have a unique skill set that I've been working on for decades that I didn't even realize was going to be the lifeblood of how we do business moving forward. So at first it was an uncomfortable thing, but then I pivoted pretty quickly. So and even then, you got uncomfortable. Right, exactly. It All change is uncomfortable. It's just how, how long do you spend resisting it? That tells you how long it's painful. Yeah. When, when you finally understand, well, this, this is going one way or the other with or without me, it's going to be less painful if I go with it and surf. Awesome. Let, let's do it that way. That's that you've got, you have got so many pearls of advice and wisdom so far. I'm just loving it. You said the lifeblood, that's a key word because you're right. It is the lifeblood of how we are, are operating these days and how we're moving forward. And that's really cool. Um, why don't you, um, somebody wants to reach out to you. How can they find you? Best place is my personal website. That's jonathanpritchard.me. That's my hub for all my projects, all my books and courses there under the mindset tab, you can find a free four day course on kind of how to reset your thinking about procrastination. So if you've got big ideas that haven't seen the light of day for weeks, months, or years, that's the place to, to start. But it, it's got my explanation of all my corporate services, all my personal projects and hobbies and articles and blogs and all of that will be there. Like I'm it. most I'm most active on Twitter okay. from a social media standpoint. From a professional standpoint, I'm actually pretty active on LinkedIn. I'm I'm there at least once a day. Sure. So those are the two social platforms where where I show up the most often. Awesome. I will put all those links in the body of the, of the, just the description of the episode, but let's, let's switch gears really quick. I just, can we do something a little fun? Can yeah, you sure. maybe like share with us a little about the mentalist side and what those, what you do on stage? Yeah. So basically my goal, my ultimate goal is to show the audience that they can do impossible things 
if they knew how to think about it. That's really it. So on the front end, I do some demonstrations of things that I can do that you can't. Okay, great. Now that we've got that out of the way, you know that I'm, I'm impressive. I'm amazing. I know I am. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. But that would be, that would, that would be kind of boring if for an hour, that was the attitude, Yeah. right? Of, oh, here's something else I can do that you can't. Oh, here's another thing I can do that you can't. Right. So my focus is on the first five minutes or so, just checking those boxes of, we expect to see a mind reader. Oh, look at that. He read a mind. That's impressive. Then it's more interesting to me to help people read languages they don't speak, understand exactly what they mean, uh, be able to predict the future, influence people's decisions. Uh, We all come together to make up this fantasy uh, vacation from, from lockdown and it matches a prediction that I wrote down two days ago. So there's just all sorts of things that shouldn't happen that happen in my time together with my audience that are just inexplicable, fantastic, fun, and memorable. So those those are kind of the, the delivery vehicles sure. that I can write in the marketing messaging of my clients into those experiences so that when people remember literally five years later, they go, oh yeah, we saw that mind reader that did this thing. They also can't forget the logo that I used there too. So that's how you imprint the marketing message in an ethical way. You associate it with that fun and mind-blowing experience and your audience can't forget it. Impressive. That is cool. That is very, (laughs) so that, that actually, I mean, from a subliminal standpoint, that's a great way to market for someone if they, you know, I'm sure you're expensive. So exactly. (laughs) Well, I I used to bill myself as the subliminal entertainer. You'll have fun, but not remember why, but I realized that's not a smart thing to do is to, to program people to forget your name. So I, (laughs) I sunset that pretty quickly. (laughs) Good idea. Good idea. To the point of expensive for me, I always like to justify it by saying, listen, what's the lifetime value of a customer or a client? And then what would a 1% increase of your your sales base look like? Mm -hmm. And now compare that to what you're paying me. It's a steal. Yeah. And I would see where you would be very valuable. Oh, for sure. I, 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 I could, um, I can make sense of the cost for sure. I mean, having a large business and, you know, being an entrepreneur, I can see where that would, not only are you going to be having fun while you're doing it, but you're also getting your message out there and, you know, people are remembering and and you're, and you're building your brand. So like what you're doing for customers, you're helping them build their brand in a very unique way, which is, which stands out. So. Right. Learn to associate their brand and company with unforgettable, fun, amazing, and meaningful messaging that empowers them and helps them focus on how they make the world a better place. Like that's, that's priceless. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> Let's make the world a better place. <laughs> well, on, on, on that note, is there any last words that you'd like to share with the audience before we start wrapping things up? Basically, even if you think I can't help, I probably can please reach out Let's start a conversation. And even if I can't help, I have an incredible, incredible network of the most amazing people on the planet. And I would love to get you connected to the right people. Awesome. 
Well, Jonathan, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate all your insight. You had a lot of lot of seeds or pearls of wisdom in, in this episode. So you guys just definitely reach out if you need any advice or consultation or know someone that could use his services as um, he's pretty dynamic. This is your host, Deanna Kempel with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. Please don't forget to, to subscribe, like, comment, and share. And I'll be back very soon with more dynamic guests.